What's up? My name is Joey, and welcome to a podcast where we talk about ancient philosophy. This is Socrates and Lao Tzu probably hate us, hate me, um, ancient wisdom for a dumb world. I've been pretty busy over the weekend, and things are getting pretty busy with the other stuff that I need to take care of in my life, so episodes will be a little more spread out, around three days apart from each other maybe, compared to the usual two days apart. Uh, that said, I hope you enjoy this short and more reflective episode nonetheless about Seneca's second letter in his famous work, Letters from a Stoic. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So in a letter addressed to his friend Lasilius, um, yes, his friend, they weren't a thing, or were they? We don't know. Um, things were different back then. But since it's Pride Month, let's just say they were a thing. So, Seneca talks about a cluttered mind and lifestyle and talks about how that negatively affects one's life and what this says about one's character. In his second letter, he basically says, People who read a numerous amount of books and authors in a short amount of time without really dwelling on their readings is a sign of a cluttered mind. Um, For he says to be everywhere all at once is to basically just be nowhere. He even mentions the aspect of traveling too much and not dwelling in one place long enough to make friendships. So he says that if you travel too much, you go everywhere, you never really develop any legitimate friendships with anyone. You you may find some hospitable people, but a deeper, genuine friendship that you can rely on, most likely you won't find that. So basically, he's just making his point that, you know... Being everywhere at once, being having too much of a cluttered mind, having too many things on your table at once, it's, it's not ideal. It, it doesn't really lead to a certain sense of clarity or, or groundedness that one would probably prefer in life, or a kind of groundedness that Seneca says is preferable. Uh, to sum up his point perfectly, he says this, Nothing to my way of thinking is a better proof of a well-ordered mind than one's ability to stop just where they are and pass some time in their own company. So as much as we can glorify multitasking, we often forget the dangers of having too much on our plate. I personally used to think that doing a lot of things, constantly having my plate full, you know, that that would keep me occupied and happy. You know, I would jump from hobby to hobby, thinking I was constantly building myself up to be greater and greater as I got into different things. You know, I'd be on one hobby or skill, then move on to the next because I'd feel so deprived of joy and I'd get bored with the last one. And I'd think that I can find joy in another thing without really fully dedicating myself to the last hobby or the last thing. So I was a lot more inclined to do this during quarantine ever since covid hit and i'm sure a lot of people were as well i went from one hobby to the next fucking hobby and i never really committed to one thing so i was always excited about the next big thing i wanted to explore and that led me to never feeling any actual contentment or happiness with whatever it was i was doing because all i could think about was the next big thing or the next thing i was gonna put my attention my attention to So I realize now that true joy is found in being comfortable with that one thing in front of you right now. You know, being completely mindful of what 
you're doing and focusing on. So once or twice for legitimate reasons, um, if you need to move on to the next thing, that's fine. Maybe it really isn't for you. Maybe you have to move on because of necessity. Um, it's required of you for other things like work or or it just calls to you. Like you really feel that, sure. But if you develop the habit of barely finishing one thing and going on to the next like I once did, it'll just leave you with a whole clutter of unfinished things and you just end up wasting your time. So I used to buy like stacks of books, like tons of them, without ever finishing the one I was currently reading. This used to be what I did. I mean, yeah, I'd finish an extraordinary book once or twice in a month, but it was sure a lot of jumping from the current book I was reading, not finishing it, and going to the next one that I'd impulsively buy. Uh, Sometimes I'd buy more, yeah, again, and not even finish the book. Yeah, so I did a lot of impulsive buying of books. I'd buy more and not even finish the book I was currently reading. And when the book arrived uh, via mail, I'd just be so excited, I can't focus on my current book, and I'd move on to the next one. I'd read the next one because I was way too excited about the next topic. So I'd be reading, say, a philosophy book, and about halfway, I think, you know what? You know what would be a nice book to read about? A book about the ancient Chinese art of foot binding. That's, that's, that sounds great. So, yeah, I tended not to enjoy what was in front of me because I was thinking about the next thing. And we tend to do that. We, we tend to not enjoy what is presently in front of us. And we tend to not ground ourselves in it and dwell on it. And, you know, we don't get the most out of it because we're already on to the next thing. So another thing about dwelling, um, recently in the, quarant- in the quarantine period because of COVID, I actually got into a lot of freaking productivity and self-help shit. I have a whole opinion on that, but I'll get to that next time. Uh, this was around the time I um, watched a Jim Quick YouTube video. Um, Jim Quick is one of the famous uh, productivity and self-help gurus we have right now in the game. And trust me, he has good points, but... There just were points that I ended up trying to emulate or rather values of his that I tried to emulate that I just ended up not being happy about. Um, I bought his book. Um, I forgot what it was called. I think it was called uh, yeah, Limitless. It was called Limitless. And I read his book and it had a section about, you know, his usual topic of speed reading. And, you know, I thought about the whole speed reading thing. And I got into that. And I, I think that's a big thing in the productivity community right now. Speed reading. You got to speed read, get all that information in your head and get on to the next book so you get more information um, in general in a shorter amount of time. So you don't waste time getting information in your head. And, you know, I was sucking up everything that the world of self-help and productivity had to offer. I wanted to read one book a week for a whole year. I made I, I put that challenge upon myself and in the process I I, try, I did my best to develop my speed reading and you know I did get a lot a lot faster at reading you know to read a book a week especially if I wanted to tackle longer books I definitely needed to speed read more so in my focusing on speed reading what happened was I ended up wanting to finish the book more than I wanted to dwell and enjoy what it was teaching me. I mean, like, holy shit, I wanted to speed read everything. And, you know, while I was getting better at it, it just felt like I was 
losing that joy that I used to have when I, you know, really sit down and read something. So yeah, since then, since I realized that, I've been enjoying the process of reading a lot more. I don't really pressure myself to finish a book in a certain time frame. I just let go and enjoy the damn book. The number of books you read doesn't freaking matter if they don't impact you at all. So th- that's the thing. Focus on what's in front of you. Enjoy it and dwell on it. You know, you could think that you don't have time. So you got to keep going. You got to keep going. But if you focus on that, you don't enjoy shit at all. So slow down. Dwell on things. You know, the more excited we are about the next opportunity, the next thing, the more we miss out on what the present can provide for us. And it can provide for us a lot if we just cared to pay attention. It's as simple as this. Live your life presently, meaning, you know, don't let your mind and actions wander off to the next thing before you can even really finish what you're currently doing or really even learn from it. So yeah, Seneca gives us good advice here. He tells us to hold on to one thought whenever you do what you need to do for a day. Just zone in on one thought and ponder and reflect on it. Dwell on it. So also, while I think one thought is way too strict... I'm not going to spend my whole day thinking about a fucking orange or something. But just zone in on one maybe train of thought where all the thoughts are connected. I I think that would be much more realistic. You know, it, it also keeps your mind focused and concerned about one line of inquiry without completely cluttering your mind to the point that you are lost in thought, which is less desirable than the ability to be present. And now this sounds fucking impossible. I know no one is hired to be a fucking philosopher and think one train of thought the whole day. That's literally fucking impossible. But I guess what Seneca is trying to say is that when we're in a reflective mood or when it's time to reflect about our lives maybe or certain situations uh, at night at the end of the day, It's best to just focus on one thought or to focus on one lesson or one piece of knowledge that you obtained on that day. So yeah, again, take your time, declutter your mind, focus on one thought or train of thought at the end of the day. And I mean, yeah, and dwell. And yeah, I know dwelling can sometimes be bad when you dwell on bad emotions, on bad events. Bad occurrences. Yeah, that's understandable. Those are definitely things you don't want to dwell on. But there are good things that you can dwell and really reflect on. You can dwell on wisdom. You can dwell on things you've learned. You can dwell on certain emotions that give you feelings of joy. You know, there, there are these are good things to dwell on and reflect on at the end of our day. Or these are good things to dwell on instead of just simply moving on to the next thing so yeah dwell there's nothing wrong with dwelling because if you're too focused on the next thing you might just miss out on something good all right so thanks for listening guys as i said uh things are getting a little busy over these next few months so the next episode will be three days from now probably on friday uh for the next episode we'll be continuing the tao te ching series and we'll be going to the second passage and we are going to talk about it and analyze it and uh take it out to dinner and uh, bring it home give it a kiss 
things are getting weird. So yeah, I'll see y'all then. I hope everyone listening is safe and well, and I hope y'all can tune in next time. All right, see ya. Alligators. That doesn't rhyme. Okay, bye guys.